Hi, this is Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Today I want to give an update on where we are with the tax plan. Um, we've gone through the House, gone through the Senate uh, uh, versions of the plan. Now, as of December 15th, we're at the point where the House and Senate uh, have come together for reconciliation, and we think we have a tax plan that will hopefully go to the president to sign before Christmas. So just wanted to give people some updates in terms of some of the key provisions, what has been agreed upon, and what will likely become part of the new tax plan going forward. Again, this is pretty uh, fluid. This can change by the day, sometimes by the hour. Uh, as of you know, the end of December 14th, Senator Rubio uh, said he wasn't going to sign the bill, which and they need their, his vote, and because he wanted uh, support for uh, extension of the pre-child tax credit, um, he, he actually wanted more uh, changes for uh, low-income families. And um, from what I understand, he's going to get what he wants. They're going to allow a deduction of 70% of the $2,000 per child tax credit to be refundable, up from 55% of the original draft. And also the change will allow families and no tax liability to claim up to $1,400 in tax refunds per child, up from 1100 in the earlier version. So trying to do something for low-income families since this tax plan is obviously very heavy in support of corporations. Um, so it uh, looks like Rubio got his way. But just wanted to kind of touch upon some of the other key aspects. Let's start with retirement accounts. Retirement accounts largely unscathed. They escaped uh, much of the uh, of the discussion in this tax plan. There was an initial rumor that they were going to Roth size people's 401k contributions, basically make a very small percentage or amount pre-tax, and the rest would be Roth after tax. And again, I think Roth is great because if you're over 59 and a half and hold the Roth five years, it's tax-free. But the IRS obviously likes Roth too because you get you don't get an immediate tax deduction when you make the contribution. And again, as I mentioned in my previous podcast, governments look four years, eight years down the road for budgets, and they, and tax deductions on the pre-tax side obviously reduce the amount of tax revenue they get. So even though a Roth will hurt the Treasury long-term, it helps them short-term because there's no tax deductions. Anyway, so what happened? No Rothification. Um, the only thing that changed from a Roth standpoint is no more can you recharacterize, meaning once you do Roth conversion, it's written in stone, you're done. Whereas today, technically, if you do a Roth uh, conversion, you have a chance to recharacterize it up until you file your return, which is allowed for some some cool tax planning, especially you know in cryptos things like that, where someone may convert at a really uh, high price and the currency drops. Although it doesn't seem like that was the case in seventeen, but uh, you can get the idea that where the strategy comes up, where if you buy stocks or uh, cryptos and you convert at a high price and it drops in value, you pull back the conversion and maybe redo it at a lower price. So that's gone now. There's no wage cap on catch-up contributions. There, there's rumors there was going to be there a $500,000 cap. Uh, if you made more than that, you can't do the $6,000 uh, catch-up or 1000 in an IRA. That's gone. Don't worry about that. Uh, thankfully, there's no limits on the types of investments allowed in IRAs, 401ks. There, there wasn't really much chatter about that, but that's good. Um, there was some chatter about some, some contribu special contribution rules for 403s, 457, in terms of aggregation. That didn't happen. Um, so that's really it. Uh, the only things that could change, there's still some chatter about um, Coverdale's, um, whether they're going to be rolled into 529 plans. We'll see. It's not really a retirement issue. 
it's on an IRA 401k matter, but something to consider. We'll see if what they do. I, I've heard different things. I'm not sure what's going to be part of the final bill. What we do know is tax brackets are expected to go down. Uh, highest tax bracket can go from 39.6 to 37. There's going to be a, a shrinking of the tax brackets. Um, so that, that could be interesting. But to go through some of the key individual uh, proposals, um, and again, we're not going to, we're not sure exactly what's going to be in there, but we know there's going to be a state and local tax deduction repeal, except for $10,000 for property tax. That was both in the house and Senate deal. There's a phase out of 12% tax rate on uh, 1.2 million joint that is in the house, not in the Senate. So who knows? Increased standard deduction, repeal, personal exemption, new child family credits. That was in the house and Senate. So that should be in there. The mortgage interest deduction, there's, again, chatter whether it's going to be limited to 500, a million, which it is now, or go down to 750. Uh, I'm hearing maybe the same 750. So we'll see where that goes. There's been a lot of, uh, obviously, uh, interest in that, especially in the real estate world. So right now, it's a million. It could go down to 500 or 750. We'll see where that goes. The medical expense deduction repeal, it's in the House, 7.5%, uh, 17, 18 in the Senate. The state limit is going to be uh, increased uh, to 10 million and then repealed to 2025, uh, but the Senate has no repeal. There's probably not going to be a re repeal, just an increase to 10 or 11 million. They're going to hopefully eliminate the alternative minimum tax, AMT, which has been a big pain for a lot of individuals. Uh, they're going to also likely repeal the ACA, the individual mandate, Obamacare mandate. That was in the Senate, not the House, but I hear that's going to go through. And the big thing is this FIFO, first in, first out, for cost basis of securities. Not sure if you heard about this. A lot of people that are in the stock market are upset about this because you're not going to be able to choose which shares you, you sell. Basically, when you sell, it's the first you bought. That's the one you sell first, which could create more tax revenue because you may have a lower basis in that. So that, that's actually a big thing, and I don't know where that's going to go, if that's going to get in there or not. But a lot of people have been talking about that, especially on Wall Street. From the corporate side, obviously the biggest change is on the business side. Corporate tax rate initially was going to go down to 20% from 35. Now I'm hearing 21%, but that's not going to kick into the 2019 likely. The pass-through business, again, is, is major, 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 major changes. Uh, I wish, I was hoping it would be more drastic, but the way it's looking, there was a house proposal of uh, a maximum rate of 25% on business income and then a special 9% uh, rate for lower business income uh, and then 12% individual rate. But it looks like they're going to go with the Senate plan, which is going to be a 20% deduction on business income. So you're going to, you, the income that's associated with, with business income, not, comp, not service income, but business income is going to get this deduction. And it still kind of needs to be worked out exactly how it's going to work. But that's the plan of basically giving uh, business is, and it's based off, again, the Senate plan, uh, where it's 20% pass-through income can be deducted up to 38.5 or 37.5, whatever the top rate is, and, and the rest will apply to the rest. So if, if you made $100, 23%, assuming that's business income, will get deducted, and the rest you're going to pay income tax rates on. Um, it, it's going to be in, interesting how it plays out because um, if you, supposing the, under the Senate bill, if you made more than $250,000, deduction is limited to 50% of wages paid. No deduction for certain service businesses like lawyers, accountants, consultants. If you made less than $250,000 individual income, there is no change eligible for full deduction. Um, so, again, we're going to see where this goes. This is going to be the area where there will be the most tax planning because anytime you have a discrepancy in a variance in rates from 
corporate at 21% and this pass-through at 20 and the rest at ordinary income, you're going to see a lot of people playing around. There's, there's talk about law firms going to corporations, um, yeah, uh, businesses that are LLCs incorporating and becoming C-Corps to get that 21% tax rate um, because they, they think that that rate will be ultimately lower uh, than the pass-through rate because you're only getting a 20% deduction. The rest is income taxes, and uh, some of these service companies aren't even subject to the, the reduction in the pass-through income, so they're going to be paying full tax rates where they, if they go into C-Corp, maybe they can get 21% and then the, the dividend tax. So we'll see. Um, it, that's going to be, I think, very interesting from a tax planning standpoint. There's going to be some clever attorneys. And, I, and uh, there was a Wall Street Journal article that said some, some New York attorneys got together and they already came up with you know, 12 tax-saving strategies that, that they, they can think of already based off this pass-through uh, deduction uh, provision. So uh, that's where all the, I think, the smart minds will be in terms of uh, finding ways to even lower taxes even further. They talked about eliminating the corporate AMT. That was in the House bill, so we'll see. Uh, net interest expense in excess of 30% of taxable income, not deductible, so they're going to cap interest expense. I know a lot of private equity companies were not happy about this, but um, we'll see what goes in there um, and, and what doesn't. Those are the big changes, obviously. Um, the corporate, the business change. Retirement accounts were pretty much uh, left alone, other than the Roth uh, recharacterization um, a provision that eliminates it. Everything else pretty much stays the same. You still do your catch-ups, IRAs, 401ks, still can do alternative assets, still high contributions. Um, the, one, the one other thing I saw is um, that when, when the uh, IRS is talking about increasing contribution amounts, they're going to tie this to a chain CPI um, for IRAs but not planned. So that could limit how much IRAs go up because the chain CPI uh, has has a it's harder the inflation number generally is lower when you chain it on the consumer price index than when it's not chained. So uh, the IRA limits may go up slower than the 401k limits. Also, 529 plans. The idea is it's going to be used for elementary or high school, so that's cool. Not just college. Um, there's talking also about some liberalization of the hardship distribution rules in 401ks. Um, but we'll, again, we'll see what goes in there. Um, and really the Roth recharacterization. Um, one other thing that may be interest, there's going to hopefully be, uh, there's a proposal for extra time to roll over 401k loans when you terminate employment through a new plan. Um, so I think that's a good thing too, because a lot of people get stuck with that. But that's expected. That was in the House and Senate bill, so that should be in there too. Um, but again, retirement accounts, you're not going to see much action. It's really individual rates um, lowered, uh, top rate lowered, uh, we'll see about, the, obviously, the state and local tax deductions gone, $10,000 cap on property tax deductions, big. Uh, we'll see where the mortgage interest deduction goes, if it reduced to 500 or, or 750 or stays in a million. Um, obviously, more people, less people are going to itemize because the standard deduction is doubled. Um, Rubio got an increase in the child tax credit uh, and some, some variations there that can help low income. So some cool stuff. Obviously, the, the corporate tax, huge change, 35 to 21. Won't kick in to 2019. The pass-through tax regime is going to be new. Um, obviously, some international tax. We may go to a territorial tax system where we're not going to tax uh, business income, active business income outside the U.S. That's not going to apply to individuals. Again, U.S. people still have to pay tax on a worldwide income. But again, the territorial tax, the subpart F, we'll have to see where that goes. Not a lot of information on that. Um, but all in all, it should be, a, I think, a beneficial tax plan. I would have liked to see in the pass-through tax rules 
be a little bit easier and maybe just apply to all pass-through income. Uh, my proposal would just be lower income tax rates since 95% uh, of all small businesses are pass-through entities and pass-through entities, owners pay tax, not the entity. So if you just re lower everyone's individual tax rates, um, I would rather that over corporations since most corporations are large companies. Um, I don't really know if they, they need a huge tax deduction since most of them end up paying uh, less than 21% anyways. There's a study that shows a good chunk of the, the Fortune 500 companies pay under 21% with all the tax planning. So I would have liked to see shift some of the tax uh, savings to pass-through entities, the, the, the regular small businesses that have you know, one to 50 employees that are typically LLCs and not C-Corps. I think you may see some of those businesses move to C-Corps, especially service-type businesses like accountants, lawyers, which, which is yeah, ridiculous just when you have to switch to entities to save tax. I, I don't think that's the way the tax system should work. It should be more neutral where you're, you're taxed on source income, not how you're set up. So we'll see, but I think that's where it's going to be the most interesting developments are in the pass-through and, and business, corporation regimes and see where people are going, what you know, law firms, small businesses are doing in terms of taking advantage of the tax rates. Um, I will update this maybe next week once the bill becomes law. Uh, I think most of what I said will be in there, but there's still some stuff they're negotiating and, and, won't, and it may change up until the president's uh, signature um, next week sometime before Christmas. Uh, again, happy holidays. Thanks for listening. And until next time, uh, Adam IRA Financial Group. Uh, Adam B. at IRAfinancialgroup.com. Adam B. at IRAfinancialgroup.com. If you'd like to ask me a question.